It's that time. You're listening to Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Got uh, an awesome show as always for you. A little later we'll be talking about eSports and uh, coming into Canada. There's a whole new, I guess, tournament happening. So it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, we know sports, obviously, hockey and football, but eSports is becoming huge. It's a multi-million dollar business now with all sorts of tournaments uh, where gamers can actually compete to win, like, million-dollar prizes. This is kind of hard to grasp for, I think, a lot of people. What we're talking about is people that are playing video games competitively against each other. And now what we're seeing is teams that are getting sponsors. And so there's a team, and they have a consisting of a bunch of gamers who then battle other teams. And they're selling out stadiums. The Air Canada Centre in Toronto, there's a huge tournament going on, and it's all for e-gaming. It's one of the fastest-growing, quote-unquote, sports in the world. <laughs> I think this is crazy, Andy. Uh, but to all the parents out there whose kids are telling them, hey, I can make a living playing video games, they they potentially can. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I was like, if this was around when I was a teenager, I would seriously be like looking at my friends going, guys, I'm going to go pro. I, 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 I got what it takes. I'm going to start practicing. But the, the, the amount of, of hours these people or these so-called athletes put into this. We're talking 8 to 10 to 12 hours. And then they do coaching on the side to make money, coaching younger gamers. Coaching. Coaching someone. Over Skype. They do. Are you kidding me? I talked to a guy that does this. Are you kidding me? So all he does is play video games, and then he looks at video game footage of someone else and then helps them make play-by-play kind of like adjustments to his strategy. Yeah, this is the thing, Mike. Things are getting real here. Well, we're going to be talking about that after the uh, the next break and uh, what it all means uh, in Canada here uh, as well. Uh, interesting uh, news uh, in the tech world, uh, Andy, uh, this week. Um, a big um, Apple uh, security upgrade. So if you have uh, an Apple iPhone, I think uh, an Apple iPhone 4S or later, uh, or an iPad 2 or later, you need to do the security patch or the security upgrade. Your phone will probably already alert you, but essentially uh, this week uh, it was uh, announced that some uh, some hackers, uh, and I don't know if they're hackers is the right word, it seems to be done by like a... A high, sophisticated group. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Had created some spyware that would allow them to access your phone. Everything from your contacts, listening in on your calls, activating your camera to watch you, and just basically taking anything on the phone, contacts, emails, whatever. It was aimed at a, um, an, uh, an Arab human rights activist, and uh, he basically got this text uh, one day uh, asking him to click on a certain link. And he didn't know who it came from, so he just thought, no, I'm not going to do this. And upon further investigation, it was found that if he had clicked on that link, they would have had access to everything. Now, there have been a lot of security breaches in smartphones before. This is the first time we've seen it on the iOS platform, Apple platform, which a lot of people have always been um, confident that you can't hack into it because of Apple's closed garden that they use with iOS. Um, what this showed and the amount of intrusion is is mind-boggling. So anybody out there with an iPhone, you're going to want to upgrade to this latest, latest iOS right away, uh, this patch, to make sure that that problem uh, gets fixed. Good point on Apple for fixing it so quickly. Oh, though. my God, yeah. They fixed it. Record uh, time. Yeah, they had a fix for it before it was even announced. Yeah which is fantastic. So uh, it has been a problem uh, on Android phones. Android's not as tight 
with their overall operating system as I think Apple is. So uh, a lot of these hackers are you know developing spyware and viruses for Android phones um, more so than others. You, you know, I was thinking about this story, Mike, because it is a kind of a bizarre story. But what's funny is this is like a hacking group. The FBI can't even do this kind of stuff. Like they've, no. they've, they've basically hit that roadblock with Apple and they're like, we can't figure it out. So then there was talks that the FBI was hiring these other ha- hackers to try to figure out ways in. Whoever did this, we're talking the creme de la creme of, of people who kind of lack a moral compass, but are really, really good at what they do. Uber, not available uh, in every city yet. Uh, we're in Vancouver, not available here yet. Haven't heard anything. The government said that uh, they're working on, you know. They, get- said, they said, and I quote, it's not if, it's a matter of when. And that was a long time ago. <laughs> that, that was a long time ago. Does that mean ago. 50 years from now? Yeah, or? that was a long time ago. So. Yeah. Um, obviously, other things have come up, I guess, on the uh, liberal agenda, such as uh, the housing uh, issue and, and, and what have you. So I think uh, Uber and ride-sharing services in general have fallen to the wayside, but uh, still uh, pretty big in most other cities. Have you tried it before? Yes, yes. It, it's it's a very elegant system. It, it just works so well, and uh, I think a lot of people uh, like the pricing and, and how easy it is to use. Uh, anyway, just looking at some of their financials, I think for the first six months here of uh, this year, uh, they lost $1.2 billion. Yeah, I heard about that. A billion dollars. That's crazy. That's a lot. Um, so what's been happening is they've been subsidizing drivers. Yeah. Um, they're trying to compete in various markets over here in North America. Uh, another ride-sharing service that they compete against is called Lyft, and that's L-Y-F-T. Uh, and over in China, they were competing with a, a big incumbent there, uh, and they basically lost. <laughs> they, I think, are kind of pulling out of uh, that market. But uh, to compete against them, they were subsidizing all the Chinese Uber drivers, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. And obviously, uh, from what I read in the financials, uh, it was a huge hit. I think up to a billion dollars of that $1.2 billion loss was over in China. Sometimes as a business strategy, you want to take those losses up front to build that community. The market share, yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of a long game, and there's a lot of competition because it works. It's such a great service. Have you tried the, the other service they have, Uber, or the Uber Groups? No, I haven't tried that yet. you share a ride with someone else, it goes even cheaper. Yeah. It was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had because now I'm just driving with strangers, and you know me. That's kind of weird. No, yeah, but well, you know me. You're a friendly me. guy, right? I, I start asking questions, and yeah. then next thing you know, I'm telling jokes, and they're laughing, and it was it was fun. And then they're probably I never want to use. You know, what was again. funny is that uh, group was going to go play pool, and they're like, "Why don't you come play pool with us?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, this is awesome! I can make friends." Did you play pool with them? No, no, I, I was very close. I yeah. was I was on the fence on that one. Um, but or they, they could have been, you know, trying to rob you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the back of the pool hall here. But in, it's very disruptive um, for the taxi industry, and that's why we've seen it's going to be a big shift. Not only that, but also from the legislation size and, and liabilities. So that's, yeah, the insurance thing is a big thing, and I, I think that's what uh, people have to realize. Uh, there's a reason why they can offer their service free is because they're not complying with as many of the regulations as like a taxi service yes. would 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 have to. So, uh, I you know, there's definitely has to be a level playing field. You know, the taxi industry has had to adhere to a much higher standard as far as insurance and safety and, and regulation. So uh, that's something that has to be, be dealt with. You know that they also need to regulate this whole surge pricing. 
because try to get an Uber on like New Year's Eve or something like that. Dude, try to get a taxi New Year's Eve. Yeah, you will never get one. But like regulate the price because if everybody starts to use Uber and they don't, no one's controlling how they're pricing it. We could be left, you know, getting hooked into something that paying a lot for when it should be more regulated and more and allow competition for the lifts of the world to also compete on price like most companies do in a, in a fair marketplace. It'll be interesting. Um, I, I think we'll see more legislation on these, you know, ride sharing services. Same with um, uh, accommodation sharing like Airbnb. There's not huge regulation on, on that yet. And I, I think there has to be to, again, make a, a level playing field you know, with hotels and, and so that they don't affect the rental market as well. It's, that's the beauty of technology is how fast things change when something works really well. Like you look at Airbnb and Uber, these companies weren't around 10 years ago. I know. And now that's what we talk about. And They don't even have anything to sell. They're selling other people's services. Exactly. It's connecting just, them. It's right? just connecting. It's just yeah. <clears throat> using technology to put people into contact. And the whole rating side of it really gives it legitimacy because you can look. And we've seen that type of um, – you know, behavior done with like the likes of Amazon and eBay, and they move that into these services of like Uber and Airbnb, and it works. We're gonna have to take a break. When we come back, can you make a million dollars playing video games? We have the answer for you. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this, you're back with Get Connected, Mike and Andy in studio. Is your kid sitting in his room till three in the morning playing video games? He could be a millionaire. <laughs> he could go pro. He could go pro. What does that mean? Well, on the line right now, we've uh, got our good friend Carl Edwin Michelle. He is the and co-founder and CEO of the Canadian League of Gamers. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Carl. Thanks for having me, guys. How's it going? Good. I I need to make a million dollars playing video games. Quick. What are my What are my chances? Uh, your chances are slim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You know, those, those guys are practicing a lot. They're real, real athletes, if you want. You know, they're practicing their craft, and, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough job. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to bring you on, Carl. I've known you for a few years, um, and uh, you're really big into uh, gaming, and uh, yes. you've uh, now co-founded this uh, uh, Canadian League of Gamers. Uh, yes. Tell us about it. Well, yeah, so the Canadian League of Gamers, actually, yeah, you're right. I'm a big video game fan, and uh, um, when, uh, you know, I decided to um, to create that league, um, I uh, talked to my partner and I said, hey, you know what, it would be nice to have a platform where, you know, Canadian players and organization can can have a, a, a way to practice and to play and, and, and you know, have the chance to uh, to um, play against the pro around the world. So right now what's going on is that there's a lot of events around the world, you know, uh, in Asia, in Europe, and in, in the United States, and, and it's coming here also, but there's no real platform for uh, for the players here to um, to um, to be able to um to go forward with uh, with esports, so we decided, hey, you know what? Let's 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 create that, and let's make sure that we do it like we do a professional league to make sure that people go forward with with esports in Canada. And that's that's I guess that's our big objective. And so, what does that mean? Like, how do you get involved with the league? Like, how how do you get qualified for something like that? Exactly. So we have we have uh, for now, and there's a, there's other stuff that we're going to announce pretty soon. But for now, if you are a team, you know, a bunch of guys or girls, you know, five players, 
uh, play, playing Counter-Strike for now because that's the game that we're pushing for our first event, um, you are able to uh, com- compete in our qualifiers that we call Call of the North. And um, it's an online qualifier, and um, the first one was in July. We have another one coming in October. And the uh, opportunity is if you win, if you come one, the first or second, you have the opportunity to come to Toronto for September and uh, Montreal in November um, for the final. And you're going to be able to play against the best team in the world. So we're, we're inviting, um, you know, people from around the world to come here and play um, a Counter-Strike Global Offensive competition. And then obviously we have a big prize pool attached to that. And, and where would you be holding this competition? Yeah, so the first competition in uh, in September will be at Fan Expo at the Metro Convention Center. So that's going to be the same weekend as Fan Expo. We're going to be part of Fan Expo. So people who are, who are intending attending this event can uh, actually um, see and, and and see big uh, the big uh, tournament that we're doing. Uh, we are going to be the biggest uh, section at Fan Expo. It's ten thousand square feet of pure esports. We have three games. So the first one that I talked to you about is um, uh, um, Counter Strike. Global Offensive. That's our first game. The second game is a card-based game called Hearthstone. So that's 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 also a, a real competitive game. So we're gonna have that one. And another one is it's pretty interesting. It's a it's a mobile game called Clash Royale. You can't imagine. There's a lot of people playing that game, and there's a lot of possibility to to win big bucks. So um, that's the three games that we're gonna we're gonna have um, this year, uh, this September. Sorry, at Fan Expo. And then the other one's gonna be in Montreal. So. What about Donkey Kong? <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong would be cool, right? But uh, for the old timers, <laughs> for the old timers, like, yeah. That's I guess that's the, that's the the way for you to win uh, a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, um, I've been looking at the stats about the esport market. It's it's poised to become a billion dollar industry globally, and I understand that you have a partnership now where we can actually see these these tournaments, the the creme de la creme of certain games, on television platforms like TSN. Tell us a little bit about that. Exactly. So we have a big partnership. So Bell Bell, uh, was really, um, you know, excited to be behind us and helping us pushing that league and pushing all the events that we want to do around esports in Canada. So obviously, um, uh, Bell is uh, working with TSN and RDS. RDS is the French version of TSN. So they're going to be behind us and, and pushing and uh, make sure that we, we put um, esports on the forefront here in Canada. So we're going to be able to, if you go on the tsn.ca website and rds.ca website, there's an esports section now. So they're going to they're going to follow not just our events, but the uh, esports event around the world. So there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of focus on esports on their part. And we're we're uh, also working on a few projects to have esports on TSN, the, the TV station. So that's that's really excited, exciting. I'm really uh, looking forward to uh, uh, to release those new projects and, and talk uh, talk about it uh, to the world and to to other Canadians. Carl, we have about two minutes left, but I have to ask yeah. you this question: Like these, you know, we call them athletes, and you know, and typically like hockey athletes, you have fans. Do these like gamers who are coming up and comers have like a fan base as well? You know what, Andy? It's huge. Uh, actually, uh, the best esports players have more following than hockey players or soccer players or or even football american football players so they had they you know they, they follow them on social media and you know all the platforms um those guys are stars and and when we're going to bring them to toronto and, and montreal and then next year in vancouver also 
I mean, those guys were bringing the Sidney Crosby of the world, right? Like of the of the, of the esports world in, in the country. So they have a lot of following. And and yes, I consider them at least those guys are and girls because there there is some, a lot of girls are playing esports um, titles. So um, they they are uh, really uh, interested to to work hard and make sure that they're the best at what they do. So uh, so it, it, I'm really excited about that and make sure that we bring um, really uh, interesting event in the country. So what can they win? Carl? Uh, so the first the first prize pool for us for it's going to be a hundred thousand dollars for Toronto for Counter Strike Global Offensive, ten thousand dollars for Hearthstone, ten thousand dollars for Clash Royale, and then in Montreal it's going to be the same thing. Uh, we're going to have another hundred thousand dollars for um, for uh, for uh, CSGO. So uh, a lot of money. <laughs> and fifty dollars for Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I would say twenty five. <laughs> Carl, this sounds uh, very exciting. Where can people find out more information? Yes, so you can go on our website, northernarena.ca. You'll have everything there, our, our social uh, media uh, platforms, everything is connected there. So uh, northernarena.ca. Thanks for joining us, Carl. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. That was Carl Edwin Michelle, co-founder and CEO of Canadian League of Gamers. If you want to win $100,000, uh, get playing Counter-Strike. I, I was just thinking, you know, like the Rocky franchise where like he always comes back? Yeah. We should like do a documentary series where you come back, like you're, you're coming out of retirement. <laughs> Playing Donkey Kong. And I work my work my way up from Donkey Kong to Super Mario. <laughs> exactly. And you just like to Doom. And like you, you train, like you got an Apollo Creed. I'll be your Apollo Creed and I'll train you. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It'll be awesome. Well, you know, after the break here, we are gonna go open line taking any of your tech calls and questions. So we want to hear from you. We'll be your on air tech support or maybe some buying advice for back to school. Six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. We'll see you back after this break. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We're going to go open line now. And, of course, a little later in the hour, we're going to be uh, talking about App of the Week. And this one's pretty cool, so you want to stay uh, tuned uh, for uh, Christina's take on it. 604-280-9898 is the line. 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance anywhere in North America, 1-877-399-9898. Open line here on the Get Connected show. Taking any of your tech calls and questions. The contest this week is pretty cool. Well, it is uh, back to school. The kids are going to be going to school in a couple of weeks, so we're giving away a prize pack from our friends over at Logix. You're going to get an assortment of stuff that you would need for back to school, a folio for your iPad Pro, a four-port USB desktop hub to charge all your devices, um, two different types of headphones, a retro fan to keep you nice and cool while you're studying, and a phantom shield for your MacBook. It's a collection of great back-to-school ideas that you would want to check out. All you got to do is go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, to enter and win that contest from our friends at Logix. And all those products are available at London Drugs. If you don't win, that's where you would go to buy them. 604-280-9898. We're open line here on Get Connected, taking your tech calls and questions. Jazz is on the line. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Uh, my question is, I am going out of Canada, and uh, I want to suspend my cell phone service for a couple of months. But I don't want to pay the carrier for holding my phone number. Is it possible? Yeah, it's. Uh, are you on a fixed uh, contract with them right now? Uh, no, no, not fixed contract. Yeah, so you'll probably want to phone your carrier. I don't know what all their policies on that. So what's happening here? Jazz is going to leave the country. And for a couple of months, and obviously doesn't want to pay his cell phone uh, bill while he's gone because he's not using it here. Um, I, I know in the past I've I've done something uh, like that where I went down to like 
a really cheap plan just yeah. to kind of hold on to the yeah. number. Back in the day, I think it was like 15 bucks. I'm, I'm sure it's probably more now, but I would phone the carrier and see what they yeah, can do. Yeah, you might, what you would want to look for, because what, what his situation is, he's leaving and he wants to keep the same phone number so that yeah. when he comes back, he can use that number again. Uh, one thing that you might want to look at, I don't even know if they have these plans anymore, pay as you go. Yeah, they you do. do. Yeah, yeah, pay as you go. So that's a fantastic idea. He can uh, uh, port his number over to one of these uh, other carriers like a Chatter or uh, uh, Public Mobile, uh, and they have cheap, cheap plans, Yeah, and uh, they'll let you take the number over. Yeah. So find one of these uh, pay-as-you-go plans on some of these uh, cheaper carriers and uh, just keep it going with that for a couple months. That was a great move by the CRTC, I have to say, it was when you could carry your number from one carrier to another. You don't have to change your phone number. Yeah. That was like, that was a glorious day when that announcement came out because it makes it easier for people to move around and get the best deal for their cell phone plans. So, Jazz, first thing, phone your current carrier and just see what they can do for you. Uh, if it's not to your liking, uh, check some of the other carriers, uh, especially these pay-as-you-go ones. And you can prepay for a couple months, uh, I think fairly inexpensively, just to kind of keep the phone number alive, Yeah, essentially. 604-280-9898. And anywhere in North America, 1-877-399-9898. Taking your tech calls and questions. we got Don in Surrey. Hey, Don. Yes, good morning. Uh, I have a, I hope it's not too simplistic of a question, but it's been bogging me, and I did get through to you guys. Okay, uh, it's been recommended to me by a relative that I get myself a tablet, because uh, yeah. I, and I wanted to say, look, I'd like to have one with a keyboard. He says, you can get them with a keyboard. But my real question is, like, my building where I live, and I'm a retired senior, does not have Wi-Fi, and I don't have a computer set up. Can I get my signal or my, my service to, like, Bell or Telus or something like that? Yeah, do you, do you have a smartphone now? No, I don't, but okay. No, that's uh, some good questions there. Um, yes, you can. There are tablets that actually have um, uh, cellular capability, kind of like a smartphone uh, almost. Uh, so uh, I, I know Apple. Uh, they have certain iPad models, starting with the iPad mini and all their different sizes. Uh, you'd want to go down to uh, one of the stores, like a London Drugs, uh, and they can actually show you which models have that cellular capability. And then you can get a plan with one of the carriers that will give you Internet access. And the kind of the nice thing is then you can take that anywhere. You can use it in your home. You can go to the coffee shop, wherever you want, or even on the bus for that matter. And I know some of the Android tablets have that as well, but you just have to find out which ones. Yeah, there are, um, you know, the thing about tablets is they come in different sizes. You can get the 10-inch style tablets or even 8-inch ones. I know LG makes one that can allow you to put a SIM into it. One thing to note is, unlike a phone, you don't have a, a, a phone number, but you could still make calls if you use some of these online services like WhatsApp to, to make phone calls with people. Um, so you, you do have that capability with the tablet alone. And like Mike said, the beauty of this is that you can take it wherever you go. It, it's a, it is appealing for a lot of people who don't have Wi-Fi at home, but they want to have the occasional uh, access to the internet through a tablet. Yeah, you know, if if you've got the money, uh, and I, I know you might have a different opinion, Andy, because you're an Android man, I would have a look at some of the Apple iPads. I, I think the learning curve on those yeah. is uh, uh, a lot less steep uh, than some of the Android ones. So, uh, again, go down to a London Drugs and actually try out some of the tablets. Make sure you ask, uh, you know, one of the, the guys in the, the computer department there which ones have cellular capability and they can help you out. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we will take more of your calls. 604-280-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. 
You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here taking your calls, 604-280-9898. We're going to jump here to Sandy in Port Moody. Hey, Sandy. Hi there. Um, I was wondering if you could tell me, is there, uh, could I purchase, I have an iPad, and I need an either an external drive or a, a um, storage device that I can view pictures on my iPad without actually downloading them back onto the iPad. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a few different options there, Andy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this is a common problem a lot of people have with their um, mobile devices as they run out of storage. Um, for the Apple, the one that I've tried that works really, really, really well is from a company called Milli, M-I-L-I. And they have two different products that you'd be interested. One is called the iData Pro, and that's exactly what you were looking for, an external flash drive for your iPad. Just plugs right into the little It lightning has a button. lightning connector on it. You plug it underneath it, and it's just like a hard drive that you've now connected. What the beauty of it is you can take content like, say, movies, TV shows, pictures from your computer. You take this flash drive and hook it to your computer via USB. Just drag and drop. You drag everything, put it into this little iData Pro. And then you connect it to your iPad, open up the Milli app, and then it, it can play anything. All different types of video formats, every single type of picture format, audio. And the beauty is you don't even need to use iTunes whatsoever because you know me. I hate iTunes. I hate using <laughs> iTunes to move stuff around. Yeah. Now it makes it going from the computer to your device. And you can also take photos and videos from your iPad and put that onto the iData Pro yeah, move it I over. like that. They've got different sizes. I think they start at 16 gigabytes. They go up yeah. to 32. 128. And six, up to 128 gigabytes. Yes. Wow. Um, and so, like you were saying, Andy, you can take stuff off your computer onto this little device, plug it into your iPad, and look at all of it, pictures and stuff. And, and you don't have to put those onto the iPad. But also the other way around, if you want to back up your iPad, yes. all the contacts and anything in there and the documents, you can dump it right onto that little device as well. Yeah, and they just came out with a new product called the iData Air Exact same concept, except instead of plugging it directly into your device, you would connect to it uh, through Wi-Fi. It emits a Wi-Fi network. You connect to it, and then you can basically stream everything right off there onto your device. And up to eight different people can share and connect to that one device, which is great if you have like a family reunion or your Christmas time. You have all these photos. You can just create a Wi-Fi network, and everybody can download those photos off that hard drive. And I believe uh, you can find that on Amazon uh, and the company's Milli, M-I-L-I. Uh, you can also go down to a London drugstore. Uh, they've got uh, brands like SanDisk uh, and others that kind of do yeah. the same thing. So check it out. Yeah. And uh, their website is, it might be hard to find, but it's mymilli.com. You can jump here to Ken in Vancouver. Hey, Ken. Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, quick question. Um, is it me or um, like, I'm trying to upgrade my PC, but I noticed that the uh, processing speed nowadays are kind of plateaued, and it looks like it's hitting the uh, Moore's law effect. I was wondering if you have any insight into oh, that. Oh, this is a great question. Uh, yeah, it is an interesting question. Uh, you know, in the past, back in the day, you'd be upgrading your uh, your PC or laptop every two years, right? Because technology was just yeah. advancing so fast, and, and all the games and software really required the extra speed. But now even Intel is saying that, you know, your PC is probably going to last you anywhere from four to six years. So, um, yeah, the processing power, uh, you know, in the past has doubled every, you know, couple years, but it is slowing down. Uh, if you do want to upgrade your PC, you know, there's other things to do as well, like get a faster hard drive, get a better video card, especially if you're doing anything with graphics or gaming. For years, the, the tech industry was kind of built off what everyone calls Moore's Law, whereas after around 18 months, 
the processor doubles in speed. And I read this fascinating, geeky article online for like one day saying that Moore's Law is coming to an end because what, things were, what was happening was things were doubling in speed and getting smaller. But now these, these things are getting so small, they're like at microscopic levels. They're like, we cannot continue this Moore's Law. Other than, For gonna, now, until we're they come be up with like a new technology. Atom. We'll yeah. be at an atom level. So it is coming to an end. We've kind of really plateaued on terms of the processing speeds. Yeah, so if you do want to try to find some uh, upgrades that will give you a little more of a performance boost, things like video cards, uh, faster RAM. or more RAM, and even looking at like an SSD, uh, solid-state drive instead of a hard drive, uh, that will speed up how fast programs load and access documents. Take one more quick call here. We've uh, got, looks like, uh, Shane on the line. Hey, Shane. Hey, um, I just have a question regarding a Windows phone. Most recently, I... Um I my iPhone I was lost and I had a Windows phone given to me and I'm using it and I've gone on YouTube and I'm trying to find out intel on it just so I can uh, just to learn all the things about it and I can't find much info anywhere on these type of phones. Do you know where I could go? Or? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Windows uh, by Microsoft, obviously, uh, they have their Windows phones. I just I don't know how much longer that whole platform will be on on the mobile side you know if you look at the sales number like this last quarter uh 99 of phones out there were either iphone or android so that one percent was divided up between windows phones and blackberry and blackberry's already came out and said they're going to start supporting android so that they can get those android apps on blackberry devices what windows strategy i think what you're going to see is you're going to see windows 10 come onto smartphones i know hp makes a smartphone called the X1, which is essentially a, a Windows 10 computer in a smartphone form factor. Yeah, so you can use it as a smartphone and then hook it up to a monitor and a keyboard yeah. and use it as a computer. Yeah, so, so the monitor and keyboard are kind of like clients, yeah. but your computer is really your phone. They're going to go on that business uh, route, so I think you'll still see Windows phones, but not for the everyday consumer. It's going to be for business users. And, you know, that being said, I love Windows phones. They are, like, super easy to yeah. use, very intuitive, and, you know, they've got all the, the Microsoft uh, applications and Office and things like that. Uh, you know, YouTube is probably your best bet. Well, one thing is our, our friend Dan Bader, he's over at iMore. Uh, they actually have a channel. I can't remember what it's called. It's like they have like Android Authority, but they have one for the Windows platform as well. So you would want to go check that out. Just go to imore.com, and then you can see all the different types of uh, websites, sub-websites that they run. When we come back from the break, it's App of the Week time with Christina. How would you like to, in the palm of your hand, know where all the happy hour specials are in Vancouver? I know I would like that. When we come back, we'll find out uh, what that's all about. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. Prize uh, this week. We've got a fantastic back-to-school prize. We're giving away a kit from our friends over at Logix. You get a little bit of everything that you would need for going back to school. It includes a folio for your iPad Pro. you got a USB 4-point hub, a 4-point hub, so basically charge all your different devices Two different types of headphones from the uh, Blue Piston Tune Freaks. Also, you get the USB Retro Fan. This is a fan that you can hook up via USB to keep you cool in a hot summer day. And also, a shield for your MacBook. And all you got to do is go to our website. You can see pictures of all these different prizes. GetConnectedMedia.com. Hit on the Contest tab to enter and win a Logix Back to School Prize Pack. Well, Andy, uh, you and I work together, and uh, you know... 
every so often we like to go out and have uh, a beer after work, you know, catch some of the happy hour specials. But sometimes it's difficult because, you know, we kind of go to the same place all the time because we know it. But it'd be kind of nice to visit other we places. Try. Yes. We try, but we yeah. don't always know what's on special. Yeah. Well, thank God for technology. Good. That problem has been solved. Christina. Uh, yes. Uh, th- this is a new app that's in Vancouver. In full disclosure, I am involved with this app. Yeah. With you, the you're creation actually part of it. Of it. You help yes. make it. Yeah. Um, it's called Brewhound. And it's available on iOS and Android. And it essentially tells you where happy hour is near you in Vancouver. And suburbs. And the suburbs. We're updating it all the time. The suburbs are a little bit trickier, but (laughs) they're in there. So how does it work? So I I download the Brewhound app. It's free. uh, And again, works on iPhone and Android. And how does it work? So you can actually do it a few ways. You can either use the... Um, the proximity feature, and there's a map view of that or a list view. So if so, Andy and I are just walking down the street, we can see everything around us. Yes, that's right. So when you when I launch the app, I can actually see what's near me right now in terms of happy hour. Or you can actually search by a certain area. Say you're going to Coal Harbor this afternoon. So you can search that area and the time of day and see what's going to be on during that time in that area. That's kind of cool. So I know you and uh, uh, your partner, Ashik, uh, you actually put these together. And, and what was kind of the uh, the vision behind that? Uh, you know what? So it was actually his brainchild. Uh, I think this happened over beers, actually, this idea that... How fitting. <laughs> Most good ideas. Do, was right? it during a happy hour? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm getting I think ripped it off. Was... I, I want to have a happy hour. Yeah, I think it was the lack of happy hour that was the uh, the catalyst there. Um but yeah, so the idea was that it would be really nice to be able to find those those deals around you, and here we are. What about what about the hours? Because I, happy hour usually ends at six o'clock, right? Yeah. yeah. Is there any place that does like six thirty or seven? Yeah, there are. You know what? You'd be surprised how many odd ones there are. And we also put in all the specials that are like all day specials because you still want to know about those, like right? Chicken wings. Yes. I love chicken wings. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about happy hours is that what ends up happening is you try to drink as fast as you can till that six o'clock mark. Well, not everyone does that, Andy. Well, if that's you want just to an Andy your thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is uh, you know I I, I got to be honest. I, I tried it before I went away on holiday, and I thought it was really really cool because it, it showed me all these different uh, restaurants and bars uh, you know around me in the neighborhood. And the hours of these uh, happy hour specials, not only just like beer and wine, but also the different food specials as well. So it kind of opened my eyes to these other places uh, that, you know, had these things available. So I'm kind of excited, uh, you know, now I'm back to to try this out again. And uh, I know you just had the iPhone version available at first, but uh, Android's just been released this week. Yeah, it just released this week. And actually, it's a little bit ahead of the curve. We have some filtering there. So you can actually, if you want beer specifically, you can actually filter that through and it'll show you all the places that have a beer happy hour. Plans to expand it out of uh, Vancouver? Oh yeah, for sure. Very yeah. cool. It's called Brewhound? Yeah, and uh, you can find all the information at brewhound.ca and it will it actually links to the Google Play Store and the App Store for you as well. Brewhound, and it's free? Yes, 
course. Except when you start drinking. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you're paying. But you're saving money. I want to thank uh, everyone that helps put Get Connected together. Of course, Andy Barrar, my producer and co-host, and the rest of the Get Connected team. You can visit our website at www.getconnectedmedia.com. We've got all our videos and uh, blogs and radio shows there. And uh, I'll be on Global Morning News with uh, Steve Darling and Randine O'Neill. Uh, 8.20 on Monday morning, checking out some back-to-school gear, including Furby. He's back. Mike and Andy and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next week.